Hey, Brandon Beliso here. You're living your best life. Welcome. It is Friday, May 27th, 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time here on the West Coast. And what is this? Success never sleeps. Where as a collective of small business owners, of martial arts school owners, we figure out innovative, early adopter, forward-thinking ways to create our version of success so we can live to a level of happiness and prosperity emotionally, spiritually, physically, and financially in our lives and our businesses. You know, I, was, I did a podcast today and I'm ever mindful to remind people that you know, I'm not just some California tree hugging kumbaya guy. You know, I know my numbers. I'm very mindful. Um, I would like to believe on most days I'm a smart businessman and I invest wisely and I do the different things needed to do to create opportunities for my family, my team, and the community that we serve. And for me, that is important. That is my version of success. So I make it a point. One of our core values is to be a financially responsible and prosperous company so that we can serve our team, we can serve our families across the board. You, I'm asking you to share this with everybody that you can as you come aboard. Please put it here. Put it in the uh, comments where you tune in from. Mish, Sensei Mish, artist in martial arts from Vancouver, Washington. I love it. I love it. I get to see you at It's Time Live Believe. So let's begin by thanking our sponsors. Who do, we, who do we have? Who do we have? We have my studio, Market Muscles, Kids Love Life Skills, and LC Accounting. All good people, all people that do the right thing and who are innovators, who are really pushing the boundaries when it comes to technology. You know, and we'll talk about that because this is going to serve a huge, huge purpose because I don't just simply pull this stuff out of my behind. I do a lot of research. Everything is far, you know, everywhere. I study a lot to gather data. And if you read something at some random board, and then you read something at the Wall Street Journal, and you read something in tech news, and you read something, and there's a common thread, well, then maybe it might have some validity and merit. In a world of fake news and misinformation and everything else that is out there, how do you know anything you look up on the internet is truth? How do you know? You don't. You don't. So for me, it's about waking up every day and rooting myself in a set of core values, core values that resonate for me, that resonate with my heart, that I'm able to make the best decisions for myself, my family, my team, and my company. And that's important because it's a delicate balance of not living with a narrow mindset, a fixed mindset, a mindset rooted in insecurity and fear and ego, but one that is genuine based upon humility and gratitude. So these core values and a purpose when I'm out there researching data, I wanna make sure that data has some merit, right? And I think that's real, real important um, I was working with a young life coach and, and you know, I said, well, you're, you're, you're 22. What qualifies you to be a life coach? And they said, well, I took this online course. I said, okay, well, that's information. But what gives you the real life experience at 22 to coach somebody like myself? Well, because I know the methods. I said, you know the methods. You read them out of a book. Have you applied these methods to 5,000 clients? to tell me that the data is accurate and across the board, this data can work? Says, well, no, but they've tested it. I said, who is they? So see, we have a lot of that in the world today, right? I read it somewhere. Well, who cares if you read it? How do you know it's true or not? How do you know? 
You don't. So you really have to be in a place of humility and gratitude to take in the right information that you truly believe is going to serve your family, your team, the community that you serve, right? You, you have to. You have to be extremely mindful of that. And, and if we can do that, then I believe we're always going to fail. Make no mistake. You own a small business. You're going to fail. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to burn through money. We've all done that. Put it in the comments. How many can, can stand with me and say that we've wasted money with different digital marketers? Anybody? Who can own that with me? Who has wasted money on digital marketers? Who's gone through several digital marketers? Anybody? Who's got in bed with the digital marketer and you're getting all these leads and all of a sudden the leads stop. And then you say, well, why are the leads not happening anymore? And they either tell you, I don't know, or they give you some weird, you know, algorithmic answer that makes you go, okay, whatever you say, right? Yeah, Marco, right here, Johnny, right here. I feel you. Lots of people up there in the eye. I want to know who you are. Stand up and be counted. Hang out with us here as I look at my phone and see who's um, joining us for Success Never Sleeps. So let's hop into this. Is digital marketing dead? Now, that's a big question, you know, and I think people really started questioning the weight of digital marketing, especially in, in, in some of the more popular social media platforms when, um, when the iOS came into effect, right? That happened. Boom. Then we got hit with the pandemic and all that in there. Boom. So the yin to the yang of that is I don't believe that digital marketing is dead. I believe much like the constant state of digital marketing. Let me find that that because I want that to be up there. I don't believe digital marketing is dead. I just believe it needs to be reimagined, much like the whole social media platform and the metaverse and the internet. It's always being reimagined imagined, right? Classic example, Pepsi has finally pulled its ads from the Super Bowl. Pepsi was a mainstay, right? Forever. And they're going to put more money into their digital marketing platforms. So I think, I don't believe digital marketing is dead, but don't quote me on that. Can you say yellow pages? I remember when people would tell me there's no freaking way yellow pages are here forever. Does anybody remember the yellow pages? Who remembers the yellow pages? Yeah, and I like that, David. You know, we'll, we'll talk about that too at length. David is with us, David Oakley. He says he owns his own digital marketing company. Good for you, David, sir. But since the iPhone turned off ads, fundamentally, yeah, we have a turned our attention to Google. And, and we'll talk about that in a minute, right? Because there's a bunch of, but, you know, put your questions in. Hey, Karth, what's up, Karth? You know, so we have to constantly reinvent and reimagine. Anybody notice that on our Facebook posts recently, that they've resized the picture frame. I was funny, I posted something, went, how come the sides of my pictures are cut off? And then I went in and I started measuring and I did some quick research. Do you realize that? that? That something as simple as that. Why would they do that? Why would they do that? Why would they do that? I don't know, but I'm gonna share you this. This is inside information. You know, most of you know, I was at Meta a couple of weeks ago presenting on leadership to their global marketing team. Now, I'm still walking on water from that because that's really the environment that I thrive in because there's a lot of forward thinkers. There's a lot of people bravely going where no one else has gone before. And I embrace that. I enjoy that uncertainty. I like it because I think what it does, um, well, I think what it does 
is it allows me to drop my guard where all my thinking goes right out the window. And it really allows me to learn at a much higher level for me. Like they say, if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. But it's not only about being in a room of people that are smarter than you. It's also being in a room of like-minded people that love early adoption, that love disruption, that love critical thinking. And so sitting at Meta and spending time on campus and working with, you know, this is the global marketing team, right? So they're the ones who do marketing worldwide. And to really talk about leadership, you know, across the board, no matter where you are, what part of the world you're in, taught me a lot. So to teach something is to, to learn it twice. And as I was teaching at Meta, I learned so much, so much about that realm. And you know what? When the day's done, it is not an exact science. So put that one to bed. If for one minute you believe it's an exact science, then stop split testing. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. But, and, and I'm going to share because David, you're here and, and I dig that you're here. He said, we did a survey on LinkedIn. Only 18% of users were on Android. That's the truth. That's the truth. We know that. I mean, that's that data's out there, right? Just Google it right now. But, you know, making that fundamental shift that digital marketing is not dead. Please understand that it's not dead. But I want you to pay attention to this, okay? Social media stocks are down as advertisers tighten up their belt straps and cut their digital ad spend, right? Snapchat just posted that. 43.1% of their market cap. And what that means, if I was to sell Snapchat right now in the open market, right? And they're pricing it out, its value is down 43.1%. And that, of course, boom, rippled across all the social media platforms. We know Meta is down, Instagram is down. They're all down right now. And what, what props them up? Digital ad spend. We know that. They make their money off advertising. So everybody right now, due to inflation, gas prices, the war going on. So if these big boys are tightening up their bootstraps and they're deciding where are we going to cut our expenses, why are they cutting digital marketing? Don't you think they would double down on it? So that got me thinking, hmm, why? Why? Why is it that these big companies are cutting back on spending money on digital marketing when you know, if things are tough right now, supply chains are tough, inflation is high, gas prices are high, wouldn't they double down and spend more money on digital marketing to get that client base? Hmm. No, but what I did gather from my research is they're really, really, really working on creating that native, organic, depending which platform that you're on, that environment that helps cultivate those relationships the relationships that social media was originally intended for. Post, like, comment. Post, like, comment. And I was, you know, working with some clients in Wisdom, and one of the conversations we had was, you know, should I keep farming out my digital marketing? And they asked me, do I farm out my digital marketing? No, I don't. I don't. We do everything in-house. But there's a tremendous learning curve and you have to spend your time in it because it's not an exact science. And we're constantly testing, split testing, running ad. And sometimes it's the most bizarre things, right? If you look, and, and I agree with David on this one, we have moved the majority of what we do do. Well, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm not going to say that. That's not totally true. 
We understand that I don't market one way to 70 people. I market 70 ways to 70 people. So the question comes up is where's the best place to run digital ads? I'm going to be honest with you. We're not running a single digital ad right now. The only thing I'm running ads for is my event coming up. It's time live believe. Other than that, we do zero, zero, zero digital marketing as far as ads go. But our social media presence, our Google ranking, all of that is really, really high, really high. And as I did, I, I know, you know, because I love research. I can't walk into Meta not knowing anything about Meta without tremendous amounts of research, who they are, what, the, what, is the, what is the purpose of this global marketing team? How do they behave, right? What, I mean, there's a lot of moving parts. And, and what I'm here to share with you is great research transcends. I walked into Stanford Healthcare. I've walked into UCSF um, Medical Center. I've walked into Barclays Global Bank. I've walked into a lot of different learning environments because I can do really valuable research. And the type of research that's in line with my core values and my message of live your best life. And I'm able to present valuable content. So that is the one thing I do understand very, very well. And you need to position yourself and serve valuable content. Okay, write that down. Because this is, you know, we keep hearing this content is king, content is king. Well, you know, people say content is dead. You know, when content is dead, when you simply cut and paste somebody's stuff, and it's not in line with your purpose or core value, when you simply know that what's trending right now is the, is the Will Smith you know, Chris Rock controversy. So you take that freaking picture, you post it at your business page and says, see, if Chris Rock knew self-defense, he wouldn't have got, you know, be slapped by Will Smith. Come take self-defense at our school. I think that's really lame and it's weak, but it is one of the tactics, right? Find out what's trending and simply use it, right? That wasn't that what TikTok was built upon? Take the trending video, the dance routine that Charlie D'Amelio is doing, take the trending song and then make your own video and you'll get lots of likes and et cetera, et cetera. So I want to be mindful of that, that you want to make sure you are in charge of your social media. Why? Because otherwise you're just lazy. You're lazy and you farm it out to the tune of $700 to $1,000 a month, right? And these people know nothing about your culture or your purpose or your core values or your why. And then you're, you're just like, I don't know, disappointed when it doesn't work five to six months down the road. How many of you have gone to at least two to three digital marketers? Raise your hand, put it in the comments. Can you take ownership of that? I can, because I'm always hoping that somebody out there is really going to teach me something new and innovative, right? And I read constantly. I've read Russell Brunson. I've read, you know, the one I'm reading now is how to get a million followers. I read constantly. I love it. Yeah, content's king. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for that, David. And, and so, you know, that's important for me. That's important for me just to understand being a small business owner and being an entrepreneur, you will wear a lot of hats. And that BS that you're a jack of all trades and a master of none is simply that. You need to be a master of many things to succeed in small business, right down to changing a light fixture. You need to be a master of all of that. Because if you can't stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with a bank or you can't fill out a, you know, a business plan or you can't sit there and understand what you're going to do with the retirement or the safe harbor pension you're offering your team, then it's your own damn fault. Stop being lazy. 
And if someone's going to come to you and tell you they're the expert, well, you can become one too, because you are the expert at your story. And that's really a big part of content, or at least it has been for me. And what's led up to environments like Lululemon, Facebook, Meta, and the different things I'm experiencing now in my career is I constantly put out content. Look, I mean, the, anybody who, who is friends with me or follows me, I am constantly putting out content, but I just don't blindly steal people's stuff or regurgitate a link to somebody else's article unless it truly, truly resonates with me. You have to be brave enough to put yourself out there because that's how you hone your message. Cool. So where is the best place to run digital ads? Well, I think, you know, going back to what David put there, and, and, and I agree with you, David, you know, we made our shift to Google a long time ago, a long time ago, because I get it. I'm scrolling through, you know, my social media feed. I'm not looking for an ad. And just because I went over here at Amazon and I looked at toaster ovens, then all of a sudden I'm in my news feed and ads for toaster ovens are popping up. I'm not there. But when I go to Google and I put... I want to look for a martial arts school for my kid in San Francisco, because that is my intent. That is my purpose. I'm in, in this state, this emotional state, at least to do research, or I'm ready to buy for a trial or sign up. I want to be on page one, preferably at the top. And we know there's so many ways to do that, to cultivate that. You know, one, get what, nine reviews and you get the stars on the left-hand side. Two, pay to play, right? Pay to play. But I'm going to tell you, I do no pay to play right now. We're at 950 students. We came off our best quarter ever. So, and we are anomaly. I don't know. I don't know, but I believe it's a culmination of things. We've spent decades, decades organically cultivating reviews, not buying them or any of that. And, and the people do that a lot. And everything I, I really researched on, because, you know, buy backlinks, buy this, do that. We'll get you a thousand followers overnight. There is no instant gratification. There is no quick fix when it comes to digital marketing. It is a long game, much like the stock market. If you're not in it for the long game, then you're setting yourself up for failure. Let me see if I can fix this camera. Why, why'd you go blurry on me, camera? Let's see if I can clean that up. Oh, look at that. There you go. That's a little better. So I am mindful of that. And it's kind of like when we went with market muscles. And this is brilliant. This is a brilliant thing I want to share with you about that. Because I was really studying, you know, a couple of things. And again, Wall Street Journal, tech news, you know, if it all kind of lines up, then there might be some merit in that data. It's not just some guy spewing at a group page at Facebook, you know, some tech thing. No, if you can find similar data across the board, then it might have some legs. And they talked about that. You know, you don't need these black hat tactics as they called. You don't need to buy reviews. You don't need to buy followers through some bots in Egypt. You don't need to buy a bunch of backlinks. What you do need to do is be mindful of the native environment that you're in. What is Google about? Does anybody know? Why is Google there? What, what is Google's purpose? And that is to choose the best of any given business and feature it somehow, some way, right? And all your reviews, right? If you have Yelp, da 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 da, all those things. We've got over 30,000 views on pictures in the past month between two locations. Why? Because I've consistently batched them out. Every week, we take the pictures, we batch them out, and we post them. We constantly post at Google. We constantly cultivate organic reviews at Google, on and on and on. But 
The yin to the yang of that is that our Market Muscles website is constructed in a way that Google smiles on it. The spiders, the algorithms go, hey, man, that website understands how we behave and how we code and communicate and act and behave. And so when you set up your website properly, that's why I'm not into doing my own websites. Now, I have my own full-time web designer, but he understands all the moving parts that need to be on the back end when you code and set it up. So Google smiles on you, right? You got some jacked ass website that's all broken links and, you know, just nasty. And I've seen tons of them, tons of them. And they wonder why they're not ranking because one, you don't respect Google and you don't respect the way it behaves. So I think that part is really, really important. And, and Stephen, Stephen talked about that. You know, it's not just market muscles because in August last year, we got 115 new students. Now it's back to school, right? It's back to school. So some of that's going to happen anyways. But Stephen said, you need to know one martial arts has positioned themselves way before market muscles. Look at their Google presence. Look at their Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, you know, all of it. And now we give them this, this supercharged website to go with it. It's a good day. It's a good day. It's a good day. And they talk a lot about that, whether it's Facebook, whether it's Instagram, WhatsApp. If you don't understand how that, that environment behaves, right, then, then you're shooting yourself in the foot. If you're loading up your Facebook post with tons of hashtags, bad day. What are hashtags for? Instagram. Instagram. Right. And I used to laugh at that. You ever see that Saturday Night Live skit with Justin Timberlake and somebody else and they're hashtagging in conversation back and forth? I just thought it was silly. But as I've done my homework, you know, I use something basic like hashtag expert. Right. I want the top hashtags. But you put 50,000 hashtags there. Not cool. Not cool. Not cool. I remember black back in the day and then Google started pinging people for this where I would search up, let's say, hypothetically, BMW. Right. I want to look for BMW, but somebody searches there, I don't know, um, cat food. Boom. That was one of their key search words, cat food. And so, you know, you're looking for cat food and, and in there, as you're scrolling down is BMW. That would build so much distrust at Google, right? I don't want to see a BMW website or link as I scroll down my Google searches when I'm looking for cat food. That's a bad day. So be mindful that we want to use appropriate hashtags and t-shirts. But where is that predominantly? I'm going to use that at Instagram. So understanding how they behave is super important. That's why I love the meta business suite. Put it in there. How many are using the new meta business suite feature? Anybody? Anybody? Put it in there. And keep those questions coming in. Your questions are valuable. Those of you sitting up in the eye in the sky, please. Tell me where you're tuning in from. So how many of you use the new Google Business Suite? Go. Oh, where's the one I'm looking for? There it is. How many of you? Put it in the comments, please. I like it. I like it a lot because what it allows me to do, it takes the place of Planable and some of the other platforms out there. Hey, James. Welcome, sir. Um, 
that's out there. And what it allows you to do is schedule your post. Random posts are not a good day. You know, if you want to do a reel or something like that at Instagram, I'm all for that, right? If someone's teaching a class, boom, you bust out with the phone and do a reel or, or you do a live thing, that's cool. But I'm really big on sitting down in my meta business suite, crafting content, making sure the picture, even something is simple. Please resize your freaking photos. It's a different size at Facebook as to Instagram. Instagram doesn't like that. It doesn't. So when you respect the environment and you make sure, you know, that you do that, it's all the difference in the world. You know, what I also love about the Meta Business Suite is when I look at the calendar, I can see, am I repeating things? Am I spacing out? Should this one follow this one? Because what are we trying to do? tell a story. And even though I do this post on my pre-K kinder class, should the next post be birthday party and day camp? Or should I keep running that story? Or do I take that and say, well, that's really a story. So let's cultivate that in stories and, you know, do something in reels instead. So be very mindful of that. But I think Gary Vee said it so well, and I stand with him on that jab, 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 right hook. So what are we offering? Value, 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 or benefit, 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 sell right? He even went further saying, no, 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 jab, 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 okay? Right? So it's really about value and positioning your business through storytelling that you are, you offer value where does that whole cycle begin? Well, I've, I've quoted that Steve Jeff piece that just organically hit me at LinkedIn. Um, and it was super powerful. This guy was grilling Steve Jobs, tearing him a new one. And Steve is just sitting there the way he did. You know, God rest his soul. And he looks at this guy and the guy finishes talking. He says, you know what? We made that mistake once. It was the Apple writer, right? Apple came out with a printer. He said, we sat there with coders and developers, hardware, software guys, and we created this printer that we thought was really cool and neat with all these bells and whistles because we thought it would sell. And he said, it was a valuable lesson to learn. What I do now is just, we start with the consumer. We understand who our consumer is. So that's where it begins. Write this down. Do you, as a martial arts schooler, truly understand who your consumer is, who your demographic, who is the avatar? I mean, the words are replaceable. Who are they? Who are they? And then do you truly understand their needs? So if I understand who my demographic is, what their needs are, then Steve Jobs says, then we create the product to fulfill that need and the user experience. Could you imagine for one minute what that would look like if we started with who our demographic avatar, who our consumer is, we knew what their needs were, then we created a martial arts curriculum to support that. No, but you know what we do? I'm the master, you're the lowly student, wax on, wax off until you prove yourself worthy to train with me. Or I've got this really cool sales script. I want to close this person, you know, and this is how we behave. Okay. You can do that as well. So that's why I think really, if you, if you follow somebody like Gary Vee, who I, I think was an innovator and a disruptor, everything he talks about is caring now, loving your team, understanding people. I think he's come full circle. He really understands that the key to social media is to be social is to be social, post, like, comment, interact with people, 
right? Somebody like a Taylor Swift, I was reading a lot about her social media and she's a powerhouse. Taylor Swift is off the freaking hook. I don't know how many billions of followers this, this young lady has, but her loyalty to her fan base and what they do with that is phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. So understanding that, and, and I believe my digital imprint is super, super important. That's why you won't see me engage in religion or politics or anything like that. We're very mindful of that. This black beanie I wear when I'm working with you guys, I would never wear in a one martial arts social media post ever, 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 ever. My car talks. You would never see that 99% of the time unless it was an urgent message in the one martial arts community. You'd never see this in the Kids Love Life School. So understanding the environment that you cultivate, even though the message of live your best life is the same, is important, right? Take a shower, shave, right? And present yourself in, in your uniform with your black belt. That's, that's, a, that's different. So something as simple as that, I think is mindful, right? Put your questions in there. Hey, James. Hey, Master Kim, what's happening, sir? Yeah, so the business suite, going back to that, has been very important to me. I sit there on a Sunday night, very disciplined. I choose the pictures from the week, right, that we shot at both locations. They put them in a Dropbox folder for me or in Google Drive. And then I batch them into, in, you know, I batch them into Google. And like I said, we had one picture the other day, a thousand views in like a matter of three days. That's a lot for a small business. 30,000 views between two locations for one month. That'll work all day, every day. But it got me to thinking right? Hmm. If everybody's looking at these photos, isn't it ill-fated to take something with a QR code for one free trial class and post that as a JPEG in the photos? Would that taint Google? Would Google get pissed at me for that and go, ah, oh, you think you're slicker than us? Hmm. I see that you put a picture in there with a QR code. Would they frown on that? Any, any thoughts, any comments? What do you guys think about that? Because it was an aha moment, 30,000 views. That means people are looking at our photos, right? So should I take one of those uploads and put good for one free trial class with a QR code? I tried it for camp. We'll see what happens, right? But I guarantee you if I, that's all I did, if that's all I did, Google would probably frown on that tremendously, tremendously, right? Any thoughts? Any thoughts? What do you guys think? What do you think about that? But it did give me data, right? Real data, 30,000 views in one month. People are looking at our photos. That's a good day. But do I taint it by starting to post JPEGs with QR codes for 1999, you know, three classes and blocks and gloves? What do you think? Come on, give me some input. I want your input on this. See, part of what we're doing as disruptors is I'm getting you to think. I want you to think. That's the thing. And you could be right, wrong, or indifferent. The point is, at least you're awake, right? You got to be woke, as they say, and you're thinking about it, right? Not simply here, here's a $1,000 a month, right? And that's why you asked me that question. Someone asked me straight up, do you use a digital marketing agency to run ads? Absolutely not. Absolutely freaking not. I'm a small business. I want to tell my, tell my story. Have I used digital marketing agencies? Yes. In the past two years, right? Because of the pandemic and everybody in a lockdown, everyone's living at the internet. You know, it was a smart move. Did they get me any kind of results that, that, are, that, that are measurable? Absolutely not. Not any more than I could have done. I even had my own full-time social media guy working for me who couldn't get, get it right. Couldn't get it right. Couldn't get it right. Because nobody can sing my song better than me. Nobody. 
right down to photo composition, right down to copy, right down to hashtags. Well, I do use hashtag expert. So, but it's it's been, God, I've been learning and practicing and failing at social media. I'll say failing at social media for the better part of a decade, easily, easily. But do I believe through learned experience that I know something to offer? Absolutely. Until they pivot and change it again, right? Until they pivot and change it again. I've worked with Google ad specialists. I've worked with Facebook ad specialists. I love that about Facebook now. At least I can call and get somebody and talk with them. And that's pretty cool to walk through, you know, different setting up an ad, why website visits and traffic. Why is this more popular? Because, you know, we've gathered the data and data says, and, and it goes on and on and on and on, on and on. On and on. So I think the key thing, what I'm really trying to share with you is educate yourself. How many of you have used at least three to four digital agencies and you're disenchanted? Go, put it in there. Put it in the comments right now. Put them in. I have. I've used a bunch, a bunch. And, you know, back in the day, I mean, things are a lot more strict now. They're a lot more strict now. You saw the Apple iOS thing, right? Adam, good, Adam, here we go. I don't think QR codes work on pictures on social platforms as they can't use their phone. They're seeing the ad with on the same phone. Instead, use a software that makes pictures clickable. Sure. I mean, absolutely. We know 75% of internet views and stuff are coming through cell phones. Sure. Absolutely, sir. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So links and stuff, I think, are very strong. But what if I'm looking, right? We talk about marketing 70 ways to 70 people, Adam. I know my wife loves her phone. But at night when she's at home or here in the house, she is always on a desktop, always on a desktop, always on a desktop. So if she was looking at pictures at Google and you could pick up her phone and scan a QR code, could that be one more way? As well as there should be a link in the post, right? If, if it's an actual post. I agree with both, Adam. You know, my question is, should we not? Should we not do that at all? I mean, come on, 30,000 views. On our photos, good day, 1,000 views for just one photo in a couple of days. Should I be posting a photo with a JPEG in there with a QR code? That's the better question, right? I know links should always be there. A clickable picture should be there. I agree with you, Adam. The question is, should we do that? And is it ill-fated? Is it going to just totally, you know, deface our photo section now? Is someone going to go in there who loves to look at our photos and go, ew, Look at this QR code, yuck, right? Because isn't that fundamentally what happens? A great platform arrives and then digital marketers get a hold of it, right? Isn't that kind of what happened with Facebook? Isn't that why the iOS is there? Because now Apple wants to sell those ads themselves through their iOS system. Okay, right? Isn't TikTok getting ready to have, you know, uh, to allow digital marketers to be there and sell ad space? Isn't Netflix going to have a lower subscription point where ads are actually, you have to watch commercials and stuff? Okay. So I think that's that's the delicate balance is once, you know, people get a hold of it, things can change tremendously. And that may be one of the strong suits of Google, right? The little word, the very basic ad that pops up. Um, it's a different day. It's a different day. Thanks for that, Adam. I appreciate you. And so I remember one time, and this was in the early 2000s, somewhere in there, mid 2000s, I went with a company. They had a website and everything. And, and, and 
you know, I was getting all these leads through my website all of a sudden, like tons and tons. And then I started digging deeper because I had a web designer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, Adam. I think unprinted flyers are a better choice. Well, I don't know if it's a better choice. The question is not what is a better choice, Adam. The question is, should I choose to do that for people who sit at desktops viewing my photos in Google? How about that? Yeah, we definitely, we have QR codes on all our flyers and it's standard practice. I walked into a restaurant, right? And now in this restaurant, I there's the QR code on the table. I clicked the QR code. I ordered my food. I paid through my phone and someone brought me the food. It's a trip. So I understand that. So going back to digital marketing, because I have my own web guy, I asked him to check the IP addresses of all these leads. And, you know, we had leads coming in from Ethiopia. We had leads coming in from Egypt and all these other places. And then I questioned, I went right to the web company and I said, hey, we're getting lots of leads, but I've got to challenge you on it. These leads are coming from blah, 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 blah. Well, we didn't set this parameter. We didn't set that parameter and we'll make the adjustment. No, I caught you and you were lying to me. And the only difference was I was educated enough to search that and versus blindly going, we are the expert. Okay, you're the expert. And at the time I didn't know anything. So I said, okay, you're the expert. And I simply blindly wrote a check. And we've all done that, right? I'm not privy to not doing that. I've done that. I've written these blind checks to these digital media companies many times in my lifetime. But I believe a small business owner, right? Even more so if the big boys are cutting their ad spend, right? Tightening up their belt straps because of inflation and you know everything going on. What should we be doing then? What should we be doing? I still believe post like comment should be a standard practice. Anytime one of my parents posts something like, hey, happy anniversary to us celebrating 15 years. Let's stop and think about that. Why does somebody post, you know, today's my birthday or they post, Here's my kid graduating, or they post, here's our anniversary. Why do they post that? Anybody know? Give it to me. Why do they post that? I'll wait. And while I'm waiting for you, I'll hop into this. Talk about a couple of shameless plugs, right? We have wisdom. You know, I'm wrapping up my first batch of people for wisdom. So I'm considering doing another round of wisdom. Um, it's so intense. It's so much work for everybody, but I truly believe it's doing the right work to help you move from being a hobby business, to help you move from being a hundred students to really creating a purpose-driven business with a brand and a culture that's unique under you, but that is also has the legs to be profitable. But I make no guarantees, no guarantees, because you are the other half of the equation. You have to do the work. So oh, there's that QR code. How many are looking at this show through your phone right now? And if you're not, there's a QR code. Somebody freaking scan it, okay? Freaking scan it. And what else do we, yeah, I know you guys are laughing at me. And we also have It's Time Live Believe coming up, right? There's another QR code. It's a four-day experience. We also have a two-day and one-day, but really, I think the biggest impact of this event is the four-day experience where we spend four days intensive personal development, writing systems, cultivating your brand, staff training, curriculum development, culture, the whole nine yards. And I think it's the four-day experience where I personally do my best work and where I think it has the most impact. Four-day experience, there's only seven days left for seven spots, seven spots left for that. Cool? Thank you so much. 
Ooh, I like this. Let's see. When others contract, we should expand into the space they leave behind. Absolutely. So, you know, that, that that's, a, that's why I asked that question. Should we, David, be pushing deeper into digital marketing right now? Well, you know, maybe we should. Let me get rid of that slide. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. I don't believe digital marketing is dead. I believe we need to reimagine it. I do believe that, right? And all the data proves that. If you think digital marketing is dead, it's insane. I do think what is happening is everybody and their freaking mother is the digital marketing company. Why? Because it is meant to be confusing. It is meant to be gray areas. There are no absolutes. I kid you not. Yes, we know we want to be the top of the first page in Google. You know, the obvious is the obvious. Get more than nine reviews. So you got the little stars on the side, right? Make sure your map is active. So that helps you rank higher in Google. Make sure you're cultivating organic, real reviews, right? I knew somebody who bought reviews and they found out, right? That their company worker said, you better stop that because Google's going to freaking, you know, ban you. If they find out you're buying reviews, you're done. You're freaking done. So, you know, because Google wants to be that. They want to know that if your page is ranking, it's not because it's just a paid ad. They want to know that you're ranking because you're doing all the right things. You're earning honest reviews. Your legitimate photos, not stock photos, legitimate photos of your business show what? Action. It shows activities. It shows that people are there in your business each and every day, six days a week, right? That's super important. So you want to be mindful that you're always cultivating new content, new content that shows you're relevant, updating your hours, something as simple as, you know, if I put, I'm open from nine to seven at Google, I better say nine to seven at Facebook, at Yelp, at every other platform, because again, everyone's going, uh-oh, inconsistencies, because I really believe that consistency is part of building trust. If you're singing the same song, your message is consistent, then people know they can count on you. They can rely upon you for that, right? They can rely on you for that. Hey, thank you for that post. Thank you. Keep your questions coming in. Keep your questions coming in. Um, just let me do a quick commercial break here. This is Success Never Sleeps. I am Brandon Beliso. And, and I want to thank my sponsors as always, my studio, Market Muscles, Kids Love Life Skills, and L accounting. Yeah. So Adam, birthday shout outs are great, but sometimes I question if every day you post several shout outs, will that generate unintended photo fatigue with your viewers? Um, I don't do photo shout outs, shout outs on our, okay. We have two things. We have the one martial arts, Instagram, the one martial arts business page at Facebook. We have the one martial arts friends and family, and each one's separate for both locations. Please, if you have multiple locations, set up different pages. I watch schools do one page for all their locations. I wouldn't encourage that. I would have separate and have them behave differently. That's important as well, right? So what we do do, going back to that question, why do you think people post, it's my birthday today, or they post, happy anniversary to my wife, or they post, here's my kid graduating, right? Graduations are huge right now. So I do believe photo fatigue is taking that kid's graduation picture, posting it at your friends and family page and going, hey, this is our student graduating. What I do believe you should do, and, and I think it's important, Adam, is when I know one of our families have posted at their page, at their page, right, that um, their kid is graduating, I will go in there personally, not from the one martial arts page. Listen to me. 
I will go in there as Brandon Beliso as a human being, and I will post congratulations. But I would not say congratulations, we believe because of the life skills we teach at One Martial Arts, your kid successfully graduated today. Come on, talk about self-serving bullshit. And I'm going to call people out on that because, you know, I see that happen all the time and be mindful of that. I will say as a human being, as one parent to another, congratulations. It's a proud parent moment. That is it. That is it. Be very mindful of that. And to me, it's the same thing as the Chris Rock thing. You know, when I saw a martial arts school owner do that, and they took that picture and said, this is why you should take self-defense at our school. That's weak. That's weak. That's not storytelling. That's not representing your brand. That's not something you write consciously with content, right? And create this amazing post. That's simply capitalized on the trend and the sensationalism that went with that. And so I disagree. If you want to hurt your brand, do stuff like that all day. Marco, we have shifted from paying for ads and moved to spending 20 minutes a day commenting on other posts as our business page. Honest, engaging, positive confidence. Start a conversation. People will check out your profile. I agree with that, Marco, but it is time consuming. See, we're damn lazy. So we spend all this money and then we're disenchanted when it doesn't work or doesn't continue to work. Why? Because your stock photos and your content digital marketing agency cannot touch the human connection of me who teaches this person's kid every day saying happy birthday to you. That's it. But we've done that. You know, I, I said to one of our black belts, your fam at OMA misses you, right? They're not training anymore. They're graduating from college. Your family at One Martial Arts misses you. I think that's okay. That is, but when you turn it into the self-serving self-fest, that's a, that's a bad day, man. Get the hell out of here, right? Be very, very mindful of that. And at least I am. I got one today, you know, pissed me off. I got one at LinkedIn saying, we've noticed, you know, what you do. And we have a mentorship program where you get somebody to work with you on your social media. These are interns. In turn, you mentor them for an hour a week. I thought, wow, that's a novel idea. I love working with young people and helping them shape their vision. And I have a couple I work with right now, carte blanche. They can't afford me, but I believe in paying it forward. So I work with a couple young uh, people right now. And so I thought, wow, this is super cool, right? So I replied. And then they come back and tell me, and then I asked them straight up, is this a mentor program where I work with a young digital marketer and I help them cultivate their brand and their niche in the market? Or are you, am I paying you for this? And then they came back, well, you pay us 449, right? 1999. You pay us $449. And I said, no, I was just speaking at mentor to the marketing team. I am not paying you to mentor this young kid on digital marketing. I was just with the top. Come on. I mean, I would think sitting with the digital market, the global digital market team at Facebook or Meta would qualify me a little bit to talk about digital marketing, even a little bit. Don't you think? Don't you think? And you want me to pay you to mentor this kid. It will not happen. So that kind of smoke and mirrors. And I saw that consistently in my research, smoke and mirrors, smoke and mirrors, smoke and mirrors, smoke and mirror. I saw that consistently 
across the board, right? And we've witnessed it. I remember when Kim Kardashian got called out because these big companies that are going to ask you and pay you for an influencer deal, they want to know, are your followers legit or not? What's happening now with Elon Musk and Twitter? How many bot accounts is he saying Twitter has? And he's pissed off. So that kind of behavior happens all the time, all the time. So you better not be buying reviews. You better not be buying likes and followers. It's a bad day, folks. It's a freaking bad day. And I love that shift, Marco, because I think it's really, as you know, in the golden age of social media, post, like, comment, post, like, comment. When I see Taylor Swift walk up to that fan and talk to them like, you know, it's every day, that is what creates an emotional connection. That's what endears people to you. So it won't, don't be surprised if you post something, and everyone might do this, if you post something in my personal message and I call you up out of the blue. I do that all the time. And people go like, whoa, you know, I know you're super busy and you take time out of my day. Nah, man, we're just humans. Let's connect. Let's hang out. Thank you for sending me a message. You know, I thought I would do that. Steph Curry, who got the MVP last night, they talk about that, his unselfish leadership. Right? He doesn't sit there like a prima donna and bitch and moan, give me the ball. He's the first one to pass it off if someone has a better shot than him. I get it. And that is not only today's leadership, that is today's business. So we're huge on community-based marketing. You know that. I, we spend a lot of time in the community giving back. So for me, it's real, real important. And that's why I love my sponsors. They all feel the same as me. So is digital marketing dead? No, not at all. You'd be silly to think that. Does it need to be reimagined? Yes. Is there hard data right now with Snapchat losing 43.1% of their market cap? Yes. You look at the stocks that are down. Meta's down. Instagram's down across the board. Social media platforms, their, 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 uh, market cap, and their market cap value is down. That's a fact. That's a fact. It's a fact that big companies are cutting, cutting their digital ad spend. But- I am David, you're right. Where, where people recede, we expand. So should we be pushing harder into digital marketing? Maybe so. Maybe so should we be doing it ourselves? Yes, I believe in educating myself. At the minimum, if you educate yourself enough and you're standing in conversation with a digital marketing agency, you'll know if they're full of shit or not. At least that, at least that. But when you don't know anything, you come to this table with a skill set that lacks. And out of your insecurity and fear, you're signing a blank check or spending money you don't have because you haven't educated yourself enough. I've done it. And every time I've done that out of my laziness, because I'm huge on outsourcing, you know I'm huge on outsourcing. But when I've been lazy and not want to do the work myself, then I end up with somebody that works for me for three, four years that didn't know anything, that barely moved the needle in my company, and it was a bunch of smoke and mirrors. Then I farm it out to three different social media ad agencies and the same thing, smoke and mirrors, because digital marketing is one of the easiest industries to get into. Why? Because it is smoke and mirrors. Why? Because it is confusing. Why? Because it is not well-defined. Because if it was, there'd be no such thing as split testing. Zero. Zero. It is not an exact science. And for anyone to tell you, we've cracked the code is full of it. So run the other way when you hear that. But what does that come down to? With a deep, deep, deep sense of humility, you must educate yourself. You must. You must read. 
And they'll say it. I was reading this book. I don't know who it was. Might've been Gary V. And he was saying, by the time you read this book, everything here is going to be obsolete. I'm like, what? Why am I even reading this then? Because we know it's not even three months out that practices are changing. Six months out, practices are changing. It's now in real time. In real time, things are changing dramatically. And, and again, I'm not big on sensationalism, but I've seen it popped up on some of the feeds, right? Martial arts schools, all of a sudden doing active shooter workshops. Stop it. Stop it. Unless you are highly trained, and I mean highly trained, I would never do an active shooter workshop. I'm not qualified to do that. Neither is my team. But I see people capitalizing on that right now. I saw a video and it just really concerned me. A bunch of these kids had red square targets like they were books. And they're standing in front of a guy who's a potential active shooter throwing these pads at him like it was their backpack and books. Stop it, please. Stop it. You hear me? Stop it. That is so wrong. And I'm going to stand up and say that. Can I say that? Is anybody with me on that? Did you see that video? So I'm, I, I've got to put that in there. Cool. But what I do believe is we need to create real emotional connections with people. And when one of your students, parents post, happy anniversary to my wife, what they want is validation. They want the human connection. Look at babe. Look at all the people that wished me happy birthday. Or look at all the people that commented on our anniversary. Oh, wow, look at all these folks sharing in our kids' graduation, right? But then you overtake that graduation post, and then you taint it by putting, yeah, they graduated because of all they learned here at One Martial Arts. Right now, click this link for one free trial class. You're done. You're freaking done. You're done, you're done. So I want you to take a moment, take a deep breath, And think, go through all of your social media and any of those behaviors that are inappropriate, black hats, buying reviews, all of that, check it. Just like they did with Kim Kardashian, right? I remember that because I guess these top companies have software to check that because if they're going to pay you millions of dollars to influence their products, they want to make sure that your followers are legit, legit, legit. Cool? All right. So, hey. Let me take a moment and thank all of our sponsors, Market Muscles, Kids Love Life Skills, uh, my studio and LC Accounting. Thank you guys. Thank you for allowing me to do what I do with no censorship, without pigeonholing me and supporting me. Right? I, I think that's, I'm really grateful. Please scan this code, check out Wisdom. If you're ready to do something of a higher learning, Wisdom's it. I can't tell you how much. And it's Time Live Believe. We have the four-day and the two-day experience available. Get signed up. Come hang out with, uh, with us in August. We'll eat good. We'll learn a lot together. We'll cry together. You'll develop some great friendships. And again, it's unlike anything. Only 20 people get to come to the four-day event. And that's intentional. The two-day event, we can take 50. And for the one-day event, we keep it small by design because I want to have the most impact on people's lives as possible. And that I learned from going to the really big events and just going, okay, okay. 
So I do believe what we offer is something truly special. Cool. Hey, thank you, Marco, for, uh, you know, being here and helping us out as always. Thank you to everybody for your valuable input, your questions, your comments, because we are a collective. I am not here by myself. I am here because of us. Cool. All right. Hey, I'm Brandon Belisa. Subscribe to my podcast, Success Never Sleeps and Mindful Meditations. They're on all the major podcast platforms. Follow me at Instagram. You know, somebody asked me today, you know, can I follow your schools? Absolutely. Look at the way we behave in social media. Absolutely. Learn and prosper from that. Join our disruptor group. There are so many files there that can help you grow your business. Hundreds of thousands of dollars of information. Where? Buried away in the files at the disruptors. Check it out. For everything else, go to brandonbelisa.com. I am Brandon Belisa. This is Success Never Sleeps. Until we talk again, folks, what are you going to go out there and do? Live your best life. <laughs>